Good evening on this New Year's Eve 2021. Glad that you're back. This is the Across the Tracks podcast. I am Steve. And I am Wayne. And uh, yes, it is good to be here at the end of another year. Uh, It's been an interesting year, but we're still here uh, bringing the opinions uh, two guys from small town America still bringing it, and uh, we're glad to be here at the end of another year, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Seems like uh, well, we're coming up on a, on an anniversary here yeah, pretty another soon. Another one, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the next time that we uh, broadcast will be our uh, second or third anniversary of doing this. Yeah, I think we're getting up there, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Two or three years, yeah, on the, yeah. On, on the airwaves. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All good, man. It is yeah. all good. Yeah, we're going to look at this um, broadcast as a year in review, and we're going to look at a few things that happened. You know, there's thousands of things that's happened. Wow, yeah. And we're just going to look at a few things, a few people. We're going to do some memorializing here and touch on a couple topics. And then um, we're going to kind of be a little bit, probably a little bit more brief this time because we have a, a little uh, get-together to do on Zoom. And we want to uh, make sure we have enough time to get all that going and so on. So I'll tell you what, my friend, uh, my Colorado friend. My raging fire friend from out there in the, yeah. the big CEO. Yeah, um, the fires are raging, man. Yeah, it, yeah. It is so dry here. That's that's the issue. It is so dry here. We haven't had any snow. We're supposed to get snow tonight, uh, but nothing so far. But it's so dry here, man. And uh, feel sorry for the folks in Boulder up up in that area, the Denver area. Uh, the fires are just raging. I think 300 folks lost their homes or something like that. Right. Uh, aspect and um so it's it's just so dry here man you would not believe it that here we are the end of december we haven't had any snow any rain it's it's pretty bad yeah and 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 that's that's one of the topics that we could really cover in the fact that you know the weather for 2000 i mean for 2021 has just been off the chain it's been unpredictable and for these people that feel that um climate change isn't real I mean, it is it is definitely real. I mean, you guys haven't had any hardly any snow, and we're talking about uh, tornadoes in Kentucky and the Midwest uh, yeah. in December. And yeah. hell, they had a tornado in Wisconsin yep. uh, last week. Yep. And look at sunny Southern California. Hell, they're yep. getting dumped on. The mountains yep. are getting. Uh, yeah. Tons of snow, so yeah. you know, Hawaii, you know, flooding in Hawaii, and I mean, it's it's crazy, man. And all these deniers, you need to stop, <laughs> just stop, because there's something seriously going on with the weather patterns uh, in in the world. I mean, in the world, there's something going on, man. So right, you know, right. so right. But yeah, we are here. Uh, the fires are a bit away from us. Uh, we're keeping an eye on it because of uh, the winds have been a little high around here where, where we are. And the uh, the Boulder fire got started because of high winds, uh, blew down some uh, power lines, and that ignited the fire. So some of the fire. So we're, we're keeping our eye here. Uh, the winds have sort of died down, but uh, it is extremely dry here, man. Very, very dry. 
So. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's talk about some memorials. I'll let you kick it off and we'll yeah, uh, get into I, a discussion there. Wow. Um, you know, so many people left us this year, man. We were, um, we were watching the news last night, man. And something, some of these folks I'd forgot about, man, that, uh, that had passed on. Uh, we've talked about quite a few of them here on the podcast, uh, throughout this year. Um, and then here recently, just in the last few days, uh, we had some prominent folks pass. And while we're talking about memorialize, we want to mention a few folks from our hometown that passed this year that uh, we know or we were we were friends with these folks or we knew people. Um, we went to school with some of the folks. These are their relatives or whatnot. We want to mention them as well. So I think the first uh, the first uh, person we want to talk about, and this just happened uh, this afternoon, was uh, Betty White passing, man. Um, Ninety nine. She was about ready to uh, reach the centennial mark, and she was planning her 100th birthday celebration, and she passed uh, earlier today. So uh, Betty White has been around for a long, long time, a television icon, one of the last, oh, matter of fact, the last of the Golden Girls. Um, that that was uh, that was a great show that was popular, I think, back in the 90s. Was it the 90s the Golden Girls were on, in late 80s, 90s? Yeah, they all— that, that, 80s, 90s kind of blend together. Yeah, she's the last <laughs> of the Golden Girls, but really classy lady. Um, always had an upbeat sense of humor, and she was just on a few days ago talking about this this celebration she was going to have for her 100th birthday, and and now she's passed. So, right. Uh, your your thoughts on Betty White? Yeah, and she's known for the Golden Girls, and yeah. she's been around for in the music in the music in the uh, entertainment business for decades and uh it doesn't mean once you get old like us it doesn't mean that life is over uh right. she became more prominent when she was in her uh 70s 80s and yep. 90s <laughs> yep so if you've got a, a skill or a craft like she had as being an actress a comedian an entertainer i mean you've got your personality you've got your health and you can go as long as you can go because, you know, she's not she wasn't out there running marathons or anything like that. But her craft was something that she did every day. Right. Right. And so she was best known for the Golden Girls. And she made a few um, appearances in certain movies and so on, you know. But, uh, yeah, the Golden Girls was a classic back in the uh, the 80s. OK. And it, it and when we start talking about, you know, um the Geritol crowd, the Golden Girls had nothing to do with Geritol because, you know, they were pretty vibrant in yep. the show, the, in the show that is. They were pretty vibrant uh, ladies, and um, they brought a lot of humor, a lot of comedy that, you know, allowed people that were uh, elderly that, you know, because you're elderly don't mean that life is over. And she uh, she lived up until the, the very the very last day. And, yep. and she, she thought and, and most of us thought that she would see the century mark. But, you know, uh, God only knows when it's time for us to be called home. And uh, right. she was called home. Right. Right. Yep. She will definitely be missed, man. Uh, uh, just a lovely personality, lovely person, man. So really sad news. Uh, my daughter texts me over the, you know, she was uh, sort of at work today and we we're just sitting there and a text came in. She said, hey, Betty White passed. I'm like, what? 
you know, she's just talking about her big birthday celebration she's planning. But like you say, man, you never know. Uh, you never know when your time will be up. So I right. think that's why you have to live to the fullest and uh, and do your thing, man. Um, until we used to say old saying, do it till the casket drops, man. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow's not promised to anyone. This is true. This is true. That's so true. Um, moving on, um, we want to talk about also a prominent figure um, who I think from the Ar- uh, apartheid era in South Africa, that's Bishop uh, Desmond Tutu. He passed um, this week. And I think um, I think is he one of the last of the apartheid era to pass? Is F.W. Clerk still alive? I can't remember. Mm, I'm not sure. I, have I, to look think, that I up. think F.W. the clerk might still be alive. Okay. Uh, but Bishop Tutu, um, he was a, a, a staunch advocate of folks uh, having their rights, denouncing apartheid, um, uh, imposing figure on the world stage. I think he was loved by just as many people um, as probably um, um, Mandela. Mandela. He was, uh, he was he was that type of figure yeah. uh, in, in the international world and, and was a leading uh, fighter on the front lines to denounce the apartheid movement. And right. uh, so we, we will miss him. Your thoughts on Bishop Tutu? Yeah, he, he was the voice of justice for South yes. Africa. Yes. You know, even though he his life was threatened many times and, and most people that are uh, bucking against the the tide of history, um, their lives were threatened, and he was the he was the person that uh, led to the, um, the 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 coming together of the Africana and the South African majority. You know, he was a person that most people were able to turn to, and tr- was a trusted advisor. To Nelson Mandela when he was able to, you know, leave Robinette Prison and eventually become the president of South Africa, you know, and he was uh, not only in South Africa, but also uh, a leader uh, in the world that dealt with, you know, oppression and the minority controlling the majority and so on. So um, he 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 was light footed. He liked to dance. He he would like to show some of his traditional uh, dances from South Africa. He was very very um, lighthearted, and he brought that passion to the United States and to the world. And he will be definitely missed. He's yeah, if yeah. It, he should be sainted, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. and he, he is he is the last uh, leader. Uh, of that apartheid era in South Africa. F.W. Clerk passed uh, November of this year. P.W. Botha died in 06, and we know Mandela died uh, several years ago. So Bishop Desmond Tutu, the, the last leader for that apartheid era in South Africa, and yes, he will be missed uh, on most uh, definitely on the world stage because of the impact uh, he had on on the world and his beliefs and everything. So we will definitely miss him and the world will miss him. So yeah, sure enough. Yes. I'm going to let you discuss this next one since you are a football man. (laughs) I'm going to let you kick this one off. And that's uh, John Madden passed this week. And uh, I know you have a lot to say about John Madden. So I'll I'll let you uh, let you take it, my friend. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, what, what can we say? Um, 
growing up uh, loving and playing football for and coaching football for the majority of my life, um, Madden was the person that most of the world knows about from a video game. Yep. <laughs> However, prior to the video game, John Madden made his name coaching football. He was the youngest NFL coach hired to coach the Oakland Raiders. He was 32 years old. People thought that he was, you know, people thought that that was crazy to hire somebody just barely older than the players that he's going to be the coach of. However, in his um, years of coaching the uh, Oakland Raiders, uh, he had a winning record every year. He had the highest percenting winning of a head coach, period. Right. And he was the guy that basically said, this is what I want you to do. Show up, show up on time and play like hell and just win, baby. <laughs> that was John Madden. I mean, growing up, I started playing football when I was eight years old, playing, you know, in the, you know, little league in E-Town. And if you remember, we were either eight or nine years old during the first Super Bowl. Yep, yep. And I've watched every Super Bowl. I have not missed one. Even when I was overseas, I was able to watch the Super Bowl. And for some reason, I always liked the American Football League because keep keep in mind that the American Football League and the National Football League started off like the NBA and the um, – Oh, gosh, I can't think of ABA. it now. The ABA. Yep. And they tried to, they had to merge both of them. And it was uh, Mr. Hunt from Kansas City that actually developed the term the Super Bowl. But me as a, as a kid growing up, I always liked the American Football League because they threw the ball. Yep. You know, the the National Football League, you know, it was the Green Bay sweep, you know, ground and pound. You know, here come the Minnesota Vikings. Run, 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 run. And then the AFL, I mean, in order to, you know, get name recognition, they started throwing the ball all over the place. And um, people like Elmo Wright. I don't know if you remember Elmo Wright or not. Elmo Wright. Elmore Wright, number 17 for the Kansas City Chiefs, was to me the first person to do a victory dance. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember seriously. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, he scored a touchdown and he high-stepped his knees and slammed the ball down. He was the mm -hmm. first to me to do that. And then everybody started doing it. Then you had Billy White Shoes Johnson and you know to do the yep. you know the bow-legged thing and so on. Yes. But anyway, John Madden was part of the AFL. And so when um, he became the the uh, coach there, a lot of the players at the NFL, the NFC, didn't like because, you know, they were passionate about things and they maybe would fight and so on. He would take them. You know, he would take the bad boys of, of uh, football and put them on the team and he was able to join with them. Okay. Another thing 
that if you think about it, and most of football is like this, uh, a lot of the players that played for John Madden came from HBCUs. Yep. You know, you know, Art Shell, Atkinson, all these guys, all these guys came, Donnie Shell, they all came from HBCUs, you know, and for that reason, you know, he was able to bring these players in and eventually win the Super Bowl. Okay. I mean, he had he had Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame players that played for him. You know, Stabler, uh, yep. Shell, um, 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 I can't, Ted Hendricks. Yeah. Uh, you just Cliff name Branch. them. Cliff, Cliff Branch, Branch, Casper. Yeah. You know, you can go on and on and on. And George Blanda. George, <laughs> yeah. Daryl Monica. Daryl Monica. Yeah, you know? you're going back now. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You Darryl know, Monica. You know, the, the Raymond Guy, the, the world's yeah. greatest punter. Yeah. Okay. And so he was able to do that. But after his coaching career, I'm, I'm going on on this. I have to need to cut it short. Then he got into the broad. He then he got into the broadcast booth. And uh, just over Christmas, Christmas Day, they had All Madden on television. Oh wow! Yeah, you need to see that. Anybody that knows football, anybody that knows life, anybody that knows anything or cares about someone that is humbled, someone that gave his all, someone that was able to change football. John Madden changed football. John Madden was the guy that was able to take X's and O's and convert it to everyday language that moms, dads, Girls and boys could understand. Okay, so he innovate. He was responsible for innovating TV today and TV sports. You know, you know that yellow line that they show for first down. Yeah, he was the first to do that. He goes, you know, now what we need to do from up here, we can see that you know he's close to the. Uh, first down line, this is a big play. What the NFL needs to do or what Fox needs to do or CBS needs to do is they need to make a, a line across there so that people can see if it's a first down or not. And so he drew that on the telest- uh, Telestrator. Uh-huh. Okay. And soon after, Fox TV and Fox Sports start putting that line there. No one suggested that before John Madden. Yeah, everybody does it. CBS, Fox, Every, everybody, the ESPN, everybody. ES, everybody, <laughs> that, everybody that does professional sports or football has that line. That came from John Madden. Okay, and so if you get a chance to watch the All Madden, the All Madden show. It goes over all the people and they talk to John Madden. And here's the thing that was really unique about that is that they videotaped him watching the players and the coaches paying homage to him. Wow. This was on Christmas Day. Wow. You know, That's awesome. and and the last the last thing and this was what's really remarkable about the whole thing. The last scene is Lawrence Taylor 
talking about John Madden. And John Madden sitting there and, and you, they got a camera on him listening to Lawrence Taylor. And Lawrence Taylor said, John Madden is the only person that made me a better person, a better football player. He saw in me that I was a good player. You know, with all the stuff that went on around Lawrence Taylor, not on the field, he right, said, right. John, John Madden saw me, saw me as a football player. And John Madden said, I didn't know that I knew that. Wow. And it faded to black. It was just, all, I mean, I, I had tears coming out of my eyes, man. Wow. And this was on ESPN or? This was, this was, this was on CBS or it could have been ESPN, okay. but okay. you go out there and look at it. It's like okay. an hour and a half long, man. Okay. It is, it is remarkable. It goes over everything that he accomplished. It is, it's awesome. It's something okay. that you, that you put in your library. Okay. That's me and John that. <laughs> no, so no, no, that's all good, man. Because you're 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 a football person, and you know, like let you kick off that segment because you know you you know football, and but I I there are some people, man. I think in sports, their names are synonymous with that sport, and I put John Madden up there with Vince Lombardi, Tom Landry. I put him in that vein, man. Because he he is a true football guy, and when you think of the Oakland Raiders, for me, we we grew up in that time, like you said, you mentioned in Daryl LaMonica and all these people. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was the heyday of uh, of the two leagues. I mean the AFL, NFL, and and to me, most of the I wouldn't say flamboyant, but most of the um, more exciting players were in the AFL. Right. <laughs> I mean, they were in the AFL at that time. But when you think of the Oakland Raiders, you think of John Madden, man. And uh, most of the people growing up now, they like you say, they only know him from Madden NFL. <laughs> but right. this guy has a history, man. He he lived and breathed football, and you could tell that when he when he transitioned from the coaching field up to the booth. That enthusiasm did not wane, man. And so you have to give certain people their props, man. And he is due his uh, because of the stature, stature, uh, his stature, uh, what he meant to the game of football and what the game of football meant to him. So I'm definitely going to check that out, man. I'll go on demand and see if I can find it uh, and and check that out. But he will be missed, man. Um, and the world of football lost a giant. So we'll, yeah, and, and, and yeah. the sad and the other sad part about it, and, and Alex was just here. Um, the the past couple of days. As a matter of fact, he just he just moved to Oklahoma. <laughs> okay. And he just got to his new house just as we were speaking. He just texted me, and he came in. Um, he was here for Christmas, and he came in, and the, our entire family watched that wow. Madden show. And then when he when he died, he Alex texted me and goes. It's kind of ironic that we sit there on Christmas Day and watch the Madden show, and then two days later, he's gone. I mean, just two days later after after watching that, it was presented on Christmas Day, he was gone. Yep. Yeah. So, John Madden. Yeah, a giant. Yep. One of a kind. One of a kind, yep. Yep. All right, um, let's transition to a giant uh, in another field, and that is uh, Senator Harry Reid passed this week, 
And uh, he was one of the, I say, one of the, the last of those folks who found a way to work with all people, regardless of what party. Um, he was a senator from Nevada, uh, 87 to 2017. Uh, he was a leader of the Democratic Caucus from 05 to 17 and the Senate Majority Leader from 2007 to 2015. A lot of folks had glowing remarks to say about him upon his passing. Uh, and, I, and he's one of the old school guys. He's, he was in that John McCain era. Folks who like, you know, regardless of what your opinion was about um, uh, a policy or whatever, you could find common ground with people and have honest debate and 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 work things out together. So uh, he was a big supporter of uh, former President Barack Obama, helped him get elected, uh, was a spearhead to getting the Affordable Care Act passed. Um, just a tremendous leader in our government, man. And, and now he has passed on. So uh, your thoughts on Harry Reid? Yeah, he... Um he was part of the old guard in yep. which there was moderation that went on. Uh, it was, things were not so polarized as they are now. He is also one of the reasons that things became a little bit more polarized. But uh, he kind of grew up in a very humble surroundings. He made his way to... Um, getting into politics, he would, he was able to deal with the the mob in Vegas. Uh, he was able to work his way into the Congress, served a couple years in the House, and then was elected to the Senate. And the one thing that the other side don't like does not like about Harry Reid, which is a good and a bad, is that. He says, if I want to get something done, I'm going to get it done. Damn the torpedoes, full speed ahead. And he was responsible for changing the filibuster for certain things. And that was change the filibuster in order to get Supreme Court nominees uh, on, on the court. Because the Republicans did not want to give you the 60% majority to get Supreme Court nominees. And Harry Reid says, okay, fine, we're going to go nuclear on this, and we're going to go out and say that we're going to uh, carve this out for that. That was what he did. However, Moscow Mitch took advantage of the Harry Reid rule and said, we're not going to do anything for anybody because it's an election year. OK, so he used that that change in order to um, get three people in for the past occupant of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Yep. OK, but the other thing that that Harry Reid was is that he didn't take any crap from anybody. OK, he didn't take any crap from anybody. And if he didn't want to talk to you or if he felt a conversation was over, it was over. It was over. It was over. <laughs> it you know? Was and, and and just listen to some of the people talking about him, they would say, they would say, you know, he would just hang up. He would yep. say like, hey, Wayne, uh, you know, we're going to do this. And then he was gone. <laughs> he wouldn't say, see you later. He would just 
hang the phone up. Yeah. Bottom line. But uh, yeah, he he um, his leadership is missed. He was hardcore, but mm-hmm. he was fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's then that's what we're severely lacking today, man. We we don't have people who are, you know, yeah, hardcore, but like you say, fair, willing to see both sides. Let's work this out. We we we're we're sorely lacking that today, man. So we 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 continually beat that horse to death every time we come on here. We we know. I know. We'll we'll save that discussion for uh, one of our <laughs> broadcast in the new year. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, we're we're memorializing folks. I think we it'll be a good point now to transition to some folks. Uh, and again, we we didn't cover everybody that has passed on this year. Those prominent folks that passed on. I think we we did cover them. Or doing each podcast we had, we made mention of those folks. We're not going to revisit that this year. Uh, But we do want to mention some of the folks from our hometown that passed this year. Uh, I think it is is worth mentioning them, showing them their respect. And uh, you, my friend, are heading home. I think you're leaving Sunday uh, to go to the services for the first person I'm going to mention, and that's uh, Miss Hare. Uh, past, uh, I think it was, was it yesterday or was uh, today, day right? before yesterday, day before Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, and, um, Miss Hare, a fantastic lady. Uh, we went to school, uh, with her kids. Uh, we grew up with her kids, so to speak. And, uh, real classy lady, very nice lady. Remember the church, uh, used to see her all the time at the church. Uh, she's the nurse. She was a nurse at Ireland, uh, Ireland Army Hospital. Yep. Yeah, she's a pharmacist. Uh, pharmacist, yeah, pharmacist, yep. yeah. So, um, your, your thoughts, man? Since you're you're gonna go pay your respects, you're going in person. Your thoughts on Miss Hare? You know, everybody that we grew up with, all their parents were our parents. Yep. You know, the only difference was that we lived with our parents. Whenever we went to visit our friends. Their parents were our parents. And I remember when they moved into uh, our neighborhood, you know, because they lived um, right across the street from us on Harden Street. Yep. And when Newton James and the family moved in, I mean, they were just kids kind of showed up. And next thing you know, I mean, we're playing (laughs) as they just moved in. You know, Mr. Hare. Uh, Newt Sr. was an Army, career Army uh, person. And uh, when Newt and and Mrs. Hare and the family moved to uh, our side of the tracks, uh, they just became part of of the uh, community. And, you know, everybody at that point in time, we were all about the same age. We all were all growing up at the same time, as you mentioned. And she was always the person that was able to uh, keep keep the hair family in line. I just thought of, I just thought of something funny. I remember uh, when they moved from the place on Harden Street over to Cleaver Street, and I remember uh, going up and me and James and Newt were doing something, and she was sitting out on the little there's a little patio. Uh, right across from the Howards, and James did something, <laughs> and she took her shoe off <laughs> and threw it at him. <laughs> I mean, it was like, 
I don't know how she did it. It was well, almost like it was a, in one motion, taking a shoe off and slinging it at James and hit me. Wow. <laughs> and she, she never said a word. She just doomed. I forgot what was going on, but I just I just thought of that. Uh, wow. You know, she um, she was able to um, keep the family together because Mr. Hare died uh, of a heart attack. He was relatively young, if I remember correctly. And she uh, she was she was the matriarch. She kept that family together. Very kind. She she was into First Baptist. Uh, she was a pharmacist. She worked as, an, as as one of the nurses for First, First Baptist. And she's always had positive things to say. Just a kind heart, you know, um, just going to be missed, you know, because like I said, she was like. She was like a mother to Mile Street, yeah, you know. Yeah. Everybody knew her. Uh, she was always there for us. She's always kind. She didn't have any harsh words to say about anybody. She was never in any drama, or anything. Uh, the person that she would would, would want to be your mom was was yeah. Mrs. Hare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Um, Next on our our uh, list of remembrances, Miss um, Nellie Weathers or Miss Miss Cummings, as she became later, she remarried. Uh, she passed this year. Yeah. Uh, we grew up uh, grew up with her kids as well. Man, yeah. went to school with uh, with several of her kids, and uh, she passed this year. And again, very similar. Um, she was always kind, nice, um, active in the church. Uh, she was on the usher board at the church. Yep. Um, just very, very kind lady, man. And uh, like you say, not involved in a lot of drama and stuff like that. Everybody knew her. Everyone respected her in the community. She was on my side of the tracks, uh, lived up uh, not quite on the hill, but up the hill. Yeah. Uh, they're from Hawkins Grocery. Uh, they lived up the hill there a bit. And um, we, uh, you know, we had a lot of respect for Miss Nellie in, in the in the neighborhood, in the community. Uh, she was just well liked by everyone. But she passed this year. So we want to remember her as well. Yes. Yeah. And then um, prior to her passing, um, Robert passed. Uh, we called him Bob. Bob Weathers. Yeah. We called him Bob Weathers. But uh, her son, I think we went to school with with Robert, played ball with him uh, down in the bottom across town over on your side there at Morningside. Uh, but, uh, you know, everybody knew Robert, uh, there in the, in the, in the neighborhood, whether it was on your side of the tracks, mine, um, good guy, man. Um, but you know, gone too young, man, you know, um, but from our era, so to speak. Uh, so he'll be missed when I remember him this year. Uh, my partner in crime uh, passed this year. Uh, Steve Hampton passed, man. Right. That was, right. That was a shock uh, to a lot of us uh, who knew him and had uh, been been, um, you know, he had come on some hard times here, man, as the last part of his life. And there were people that were trying to help him. But, uh, you know. Um, sometimes you can only do what you can do, man. So, right, right. Um, he passed and, uh, you know, it was sort of sad. Uh, he and I, you know, rolled together for years, uh, you know, traveling around, doing parties around E-Town and everything. So people knew him. He's a big football guy at E-Town High. Um, your thoughts, man. I, I, you probably weren't as close to him as I was, but I know he was a big football guy at E-Town High. Played, I think he played linebacker, man, on those football yeah. team. But, you know. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was younger. I think my senior year, he may have been a freshman or a sophomore. 
um, uh, he was he was um, the guy that was uh, he was a linebacker and okay. he was able to uh, I think he played offensive line and linebacker. Um, I know that his brother Randy didn't play football, but Steve did, and yeah. Steve was the guy that kind of I called him a a pedestrian. <laughs> he would just show up off the street, you know. He would just be there sometimes, you know. So we're, it's, it's almost like he was like a ghost. He yeah. would just show up, and um, he was a, a guy that was pretty quiet. He he, I think he took a lot of things internally, yeah. and uh, didn't want to share some of the struggles uh, he was going through towards the end of his life and he had it hard the last as far as i know he had it pretty hard the last seven eight nine years of his life and um it's sad that it 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 came to that and i know that you and your family did a lot to support him in those troubling years and um there was a lot of it was was up to him to to get some things done. He'd had no help from his family, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, there was no one to support him. Yeah. And other yeah. than other than the Moore family and other than folks in E Town, that's yeah. all he really had. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it was sad to see someone younger than us uh, to 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 go, just like yeah. Bob, you know. Yeah. Yeah, your your thoughts. I didn't. I forgot, man. Your thoughts on Bob, man. You 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 remember Bob, and so your thoughts on uh, Robert Weathers, yeah, I, friend, and he. You know, I remember most of Bob because he was always in sports, and he is on. I, I don't know if he's on the same baseball team with me, but I know he played at Etown High School. Yep. He was he was like Steve. He was quiet. You know, uh, I mean, he had you know big family. And he was probably, well, he was the most. uh, Charmaine was pretty athletic, (laughs) Uh, but he of the of the guys, Tim was athletic, but Bob was, um, he was the kind soul of the family. I think you know, Um, the entire family was was good as gold. Everybody, you know, they were we were raised right, Miss 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 uh, Miss Nelly. Uh, she was she was the soul, and Bob was a guy that you could just count on. I mean, yeah. he had a great sense of humor. Um, he was into lots of athletic stuff. He was always the guy that would, you know, he wouldn't be the first pick, but he was always never afraid to step in there and and um, get involved. And um, you know, the last. Well, probably 45 years. I I didn't hear much from him, yeah, other than yeah. bits and pieces from folks like you know uh, that we knew back home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You 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 said something there, man. I think is 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 a common thread, man. Is that we were all raised right, and whether it's the Hare family, the Weathers family, my family, your family, we we all had that common thread, man. That we we were raised a certain way, and that is how we lived, and that's other people looked out for us in the community, man. Whether it didn't have to be your mom or my mom who looked out for us, it was all these people, man, that looked 
out for us. And they had carte blanche to correct you when they, they <laughs> knew you. You know what I'm saying? They, they knew who you came from. And they didn't have a problem. And it was it was the norm that, you know, if so and so saw you, they knew they knew your mom and they would correct you and tell your mom that they corrected you. And that's the environment in which all of us came from, man. And, uh, you know, I'm proud of that, man. I am very proud of that. Yeah, very proud of that. I agree 100 percent on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next person on the list, we, we didn't necessarily grow up with this this gentleman, but we grew up with his brother, who was one of our classmates at E-Town High. Uh, Joe Compton passed this year, and that's the brother of Johnny, man. we Johnny was one of our classmates, class of 75. Uh, I didn't know a lot about Joe other than, you know, you'd see him here or there. Uh, and I knew he was Johnny's brother, but I uh, just wanted to mention him, man, that he yeah. passed. Did you know a lot about Joe? No, about as much as you. For not, yeah. We knew of Joe, and he yeah. was older than Johnny. I yeah. think there was quite a, there may have been yeah. 10 or 12 years difference. Yeah, it was a Some, big age difference, yeah. Big age difference. And so, you know, our, running together with, you know, people that were older than us, you know, people that were, you know, my older brother's age, they right. kind of hung out because, you know, I was seven years younger, right. and I didn't hang out with them because I was the little the little brother. Right, right. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, Joe, we we knew of Joe, just didn't have that much of a contact right, with right. him because right. we just didn't run in the same circles. Right, right. You know, yeah. we didn't we didn't they didn't let us hang out with the old guys. Ooh, that was <laughs> <You know>? taboo, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't want these little kids hanging around. Right. With us. Yeah, well, don't don't want these little kids hanging around. So. <laughs> And uh, the last person I have on my list, man, I think we both know of this gentleman. Um, that was uh, Mr. Joe Lacey, man. Uh, he passed this year. Um, I used to see, uh, you know, Joe was was always around, especially he would be in the bottom uh, driving through. He, he would watch kids, you know, play sports. I think I thought, man, he, he did some umpiring or refereeing or something. Yep. Yep. You know, and uh, but always showed an interest in sports. The kid what the kids are doing in sports there. Um, and he passed, man. And I, you know, just it's it's people you you grew up with, you knew of. Here we are. We're getting older. And uh, it just it brings the fragility of life into perspective, man. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, you know, people that we know, either we knew through we we're friends, you know, parents, our parents knew their parents. We went to school with their kids, whatever. Or in Joe Lacey's case, he he was active, um, you know, around, you know, the neighborhood. I saw him more probably on the bottom. They lived on over on the um, the Railroad Avenue side. Right. Of, right. Of the bottom, you know, over As there. As a matter of fact, if you look at our if you look at our uh, Facebook page, you can see his house. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, it's it just brings things down, man, to a perspective that, OK, we're getting older now. And a lot of these people that we grew up with, uh, two people on this list were younger than we are that passed. But a lot of these folks we know of because our parents knew them. We went to school with their kids or whatnot and uh, they're passing. So it just it just makes it. I don't know, man, it brings it down to a point that life is truly precious. It's fragile. And uh, you never know, man, when right. uh, you never know. So, you know, one thing you probably didn't know, but Joe Lacey was one of E-10 High's first football stars. 
You know what? I, I knew there was something else. I can't remember what it was with yeah, related with the, sports. Yes. Yeah, integrate, integrated integrated uh, Etown High yeah. School's football team. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was one of the guys that came from Bon Washington over and uh was one of the one of the major players for the football team. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah, I remember that sure. now. Yep, I remember that now. So that's that's the list I have, my friend. I know there were probably a lot of folks that uh, we forgot. We don't want to slight anyone, uh, but those names stuck out to me because we we had some type of relationship with these folks. Uh, like I said, either through their kids or our parents knew them, and et cetera. So they're from our hometown. We want to remember them uh, as they passed on this year in 2021. And uh, our thoughts and prayers stay with the families. Uh, as uh, you know, as they move forward without their loved one around, so we just want to remember them and lift them up, and uh, you know, let them know that the folks from Across the Tracks podcast are thinking about. Absolutely, I agree with you 100. Um, percent You know, it's 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 hard to see these things happening, but uh, that's that's life, you know, and yeah. uh, it's it's kind of. Um, uh, unique or not unique, but it's, I'm kind of glad that I'm back here in Indy um, right now that I can drive down and pay my respect to uh, Mrs. Hare and her her, uh, her passing uh, coming up this this weekend. So um, yeah, with that with that in mind, we're gonna kind of close this out. Uh, we're it's kind of a shorter version. We're a few minutes short, but we got some other things that we got going on. Yeah. That uh, we're gonna get to here in a little bit, and uh, just want to say that you know we we wish the uh, across the tracks family or folks that that tune into us a very happy new year. Uh, we hope that you have a blessed year coming up. And uh, as far as we know, we're gonna continue to do this thing. Uh, until uh, we can't do it any longer, and um, we're having we're having fun with it. We're just two small town guys from Elizabethtown, and we're just throwing up our our thoughts, and we'll continue to do so as long as God get, gives breath to us. Absolutely, my friend. Uh, all the best to you and yours for a prosperous and blessed 2022. I echo the same sentiments. Everyone who has tuned in to us, caught a podcast here or there, uh, we thank you for listening to us, supporting us. We wish you a blessed and prosperous 2022. And as my comrade said, as long as we have breath, we'll be here doing this thing. Uh, we think it's important that you hear a different point of view. Again, we're from two guys, grew up in a small town south of Louisville, Kentucky. We call it E-Town. We're going to represent as long as we can. As God gives us strength, we're going to do that. So as we sign off for 2021, my friend, it has been a, a privilege to do this with you. Look forward to it every week, and uh, we will uh, kick it off uh, next Sunday, man, in the uh, 2022. 2022. 2022. Oh, my goodness. 22 years passed. Passed. Wow. Wow. Two triple lock. Right. You know, I I know we're a bit over now because we got some other things to get to, but uh, I remember, man, back in 1999, and you know, everybody thought, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. the world's going to end in 2000 when the clock turns midnight on, on the 31st. The world's going to end and all this. I was in New York, man, on midnight, 1999. Me, my wife, and my daughter, we were in Times Square to watch the ball drop for the year 2000. 
And uh, here we are. We're 22 years past that. Where does the time go, man? Yeah. Where does time go? As Steve Miller said, time keeps on slipping, slipping into the future, man. <laughs> and so uh, that's we're going to keep slipping and uh, we're going to be here 2022 ready to do it again, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as we sign off here, once again, I'm going to say always get out there and vote. 2022 is a very important year. You bring somebody, you take somebody, you encourage somebody to get out there and vote because our democracy depends on you. Yes. Depends on us because we have some people in this country that do not believe in the American way of prosperity and life. They want to change it. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Can't agree more, man. Get out and vote. With that, like three strikes, we are out. We're out. 2021. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of the individuals and do not reflect on the official policies or positions of any government or corporation.